0: time for the Retirement Roadmap podcast with registered financial consultant, Glenn Mosseller. Thanks for joining
1: us on the Retirement Roadmap today. I'm Walter Storholt alongside Glenn Mosseller, registered financial consultant and the founder and president of Roadmap Financial Consulting. And we've got a great show for you today. It's a little Q&A on today's show. So I've got some retirement planning questions. You know, These are, in theory, something that could come right from the mouth of a listener to the show, could come from somebody that's meeting with Glenn in the office, maybe it's even something you've asked a friend of yours or a family member, something about financial and retirement planning. So we're going to do a little role play today. I'm going to throw these questions at Glenn, see how he would respond to me if I was coming in to meet with him for the first time, and uh, how he might help me or answer these questions, how he would go through these different problems that we're faced with. Glenn, you ready for uh, these hypotheticals today?
0: Yes, sir. Let's jump into them, Walter.
1: All right. All right. Here we go. Here's the first one. Uh, First one has to do with an annuity. So let's say I come into you and I say, you know, Glenn, I have an annuity that I bought nine years ago, and it's going to mature this year right around the time that my wife is scheduled to retire. I'll have the option of turning it into a lifetime income or moving it into a different investment altogether. What do you think I should do?
0: So Walter, as you're you're going to be shocked at my answer, right? <laughs> it Two depends. Words. There you go. <laughs> it depends for sure, right? I mean, there there's you know, and there's actually a there's actually a third option. In most cases, the the third option is is you can just leave it sit and continuing to have it defer, right? And and uh, and then make the decision later. There's a number of uh, pieces there, but but the, the the key is is that i mean you, you would hope at least that you know 9 years ago when you put this in place that was part of a plan right that you were thinking that you know when you know when you came up on the t- 10th year that that you were going to either either then or soon thereafter you know you were going to utilize it for that like you know that lifetime income you know if particularly particularly if there was you know, a fee attached to that you know like an income rider right or something like that i mean you would, basically you're you know, you're paying to you know to create this future you know benefit of being able to turn on a lifetime income stream or or kind of like almost like a private pension Right. So the idea there would be that 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 was there, that you may you may have had a scenario where maybe there wasn't a fee and it was just, you know, it was just an extra option that you that you wanted to to leave open. Again, it kind of depends upon why did you put that in place to begin with? And, you know, and, you know, and and, you know, hopefully that was part of a a well thought out strategy. And then you kind of looking at, you know, what's happened over the last decade? I mean, has the situation changed? Is it have you been pretty much on track of where you thought you'd be? And and you know and those, and those types of things. It, it it really it really comes down to it. It's it's not well. Okay, now here I am, and you know it's it's you know what sh- what should I do? It's so well. What what do you need for that money to do? For- for you is really, is really more of a, of a key question, you know, and if your wife is getting to retire, you know, getting ready to retire, are you in needing to have that, that extra income, you know, that, that, that's going to go away if she retires, you know, is, you know, how old is she when she's retiring? Is, is she, is she going to flip on the switch for social security or is she going to delay that? There's a lot of pieces in there as well. You know, the the thing we hadn't even talked about is, is whether or not there's a pension there, or that she, if she has a pension. So there's 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 lots of elements there, but certainly you know you you want to you want to go through an evaluation process. And you know, like I say, I mean, if you, if there was a plan in place as to why that why that was there. You know, and and why you put that annuity there in the first place? Well, there there really should be some significant reason, you know, to change you know change course if you're thinking of doing something different, you know, with it. If it, if it was really a, a you know a piece of a of a of a larger plan, um, you probably want to think twice before you before you make a change to that. But at the same time, sometimes those things happen, and sometimes it wasn't necessarily you know part of a you know of of an overall well thought out plan. Maybe. You just, you just, you put it there for, 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 for maybe there was a couple of other reasons, but they were maybe isolated to thinking about this particular amount of money at, at that particular time. So just, you know, You know, I I would say, let's sit down and let's talk about it or sit down with an advisor and so that that somebody who's capable of looking at your whole situation and, you know, and and evaluating the pros and the cons and 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 giving you the ability to look at the pros and the cons. And then you can make a decision based upon, you know, information and facts rather than it's like, oh, well, let's almost like a flip of a coin scenario.
1: Yeah, that makes a lot of sense, Glenn, and I think that's very helpful. So if you're going through a situation right now kind of evaluating something similar, maybe whether to keep an annuity, maybe it's whether to buy an annuity in the first place, You know, if you're entering into that retirement planning world, you're going to probably be talked to, uh, talked with about annuities. And so uh, make sure that you're making clear decisions about those different products. If you've got questions about that, reach out to Glenn at RoadmapFinancial.com. All right, another uh, hypothetical Q&A question for you here. Glenn, let's say I come into the office and I say, you know what, Glenn? I'll I'll play the role of the, uh, the, the wife in this equation. You know, my husband is 13 years older than me, and he's retiring next year. The only life insurance he has is provided by his job, so he'll have none when he retires. Should I take out a policy on him since I'll probably outlive him by several years?
0: Right. Well, again, it depends, Walter. Right. I mean, there's there's all all the different variables that you know we've talked about in lots of other situations come into play here. You know, is there what are the, going to be the income streams? Is, let's let's ass- make make the assumption that that you know that the odds play out, and obviously, if you're you're you know you're you're female and you're and you're 13 years you know younger than than your spouse, very likely you're you're going to be the the surviving spouse. And so, you know, the, one of the questions is, well, what do you need the life insurance for, you know, and, and you know, is, you know, that is would that lump sum of money coming into if you know, assuming that it was purely, you know, a death benefit type of, you know, t- type of strategy, then, you know, is, you know, is, you know, are you going to need that to help you create additional income? Sometimes the answer is yes. Sometimes the answer is no. Right. It, you know, there's other scenarios that, you know, it's like if you've got, maybe there's a pension, maybe there's pension and social security, and then there's other IRAs or, or Roth IRAs that, that maybe you're going to be just fine and without, without having a need for, you know, for additional. You know, additional income, you know, for, you know, for your day to day or, you know, the things that you're going to do in terms of lifestyle, but maybe there's a there's a need for, you know, some additional monies just in case of for, you know, for a long term care situation, you know, or maybe you already have something in place to, you know, to hedge against that risk. You know, there there's lots of reasons why to have life insurance. But are also certain situations where, you know, there, there might, there, everything might be covered because of other things that you've done. It, it really, it, it's again, it's not a one size fits all, but it's certainly something you know, a lot of times people will just rule out or you hear different different uh, advice, particularly like on the radio and TV where, where they'll tell you, oh, well, once you reach a certain age, you really don't need life insurance. Well, you know, again, it's, it's like that one size fits all, you know, doesn't necessarily fit and there are times when it makes sense to have it there's times when it's like you may be okay without it and there might be times where it's just shades of gray you know it's just like maybe it's just a choice of just having having ad- additional money to you know that, that that would come in and be available and maybe that's something that can that can be you know passed on to adult children or grandchildren or help them with with other things that you'd like to help them with there's a lot of variables there walter it's, it's a key question for virtually everybody to ask but certainly in this particular case it you know, it, it makes sense to to ask it because of the you know because of the gender difference and the age difference. It's certainly something that could be could be part of an overall strategy that um, you know, would be a be a likely scenario that could play out. So, you know, you'd want to have some more details of about the particular situation, but but just, you know, be 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 very wary about taking that you know that, that that generic advice about you know doing this or doing that particularly when it comes around life insurance because there's lots of there's lots of reasons to have it in certain situations and there are other situations where it's it's maybe not quite as important to have it it all depends
1: I know uh it depends will be a popular answer here but it's at least helpful to hear how the conversation might go and uh, some of the different things that you would evaluate in these various situations. So um, that, that, that's great to hear these different things. Uh, let's go to another scenario. Let's say that I'm retiring soon, Glenn, and you know I, I'm working with another advisor, and I asked that person when I should start thinking about my social security, and the advisor seemed completely befuddled that I'd even asked that question, didn't seem to have any insight at all into what direction to point me in. So what am I missing here? Shouldn't that be a basic part of retirement
0: planning? Well, it, de- it really depends on what kind of advisor you have, Walter, right? I mean, it, I mean, there are advisors for different, for different things and there's advisors for different parts of life, right? I mean, there, there are, you know, there, there are advisors that are out there that are, that are purely investment advisors, right? And they, they don't, they don't claim to, you know, to try to help in terms of planning for this or that or looking at the, the whole picture. They're, 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 they're totally focused on, you know, how, you know, how is, how are these accounts performing and, you know, and, and, and those types of things. There's a variety of other folks that are out there. There's 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 some folks that are insurance only. There's there's folks that are securities only. There's 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 blends. So, you know, and, and but ultimately, if somebody is really if you have an advisor who is who is focused on retirement and retirement planning and retirement income planning, Certainly, that should be part of the mix of in terms of what they're prepared to have that have those conversations with you about, and and, and evaluating what your choices are, and when when to consider taking Social Security, and you know, and uh, the you know the possibility of of deferring it, or or you know when to take it, and are you you know are you married? Is you know is there any strategy that's available for you know if, if your spouse takes it at one point and you take it at another point? there's a lot to it. And certainly social security is a, is a major piece for the vast majority of folks when it comes to retirement income. So, you know, if you're not getting that from your advisor, then, you know, it's, it's probably, it's very, very likely it's, it's time for a second opinion or possibly even, you know, maybe a, a new advisor, which, which is kind of sometimes an awkward conversation or, or, or an unpleasant thought because you're, you're so comfortable. Maybe they've helped you with so many things, but, But again, it's, it's like, what, where are you in life? You know, is, is, you know, have you, have you moved to a different phase of life that you need, you know, that you need some different types of advice? Um, you know, I kind of liken this to the idea. It's just like, you know, when you're through different phases of life and different ages, you know, you, you don't go to the same doctor that you, you you went to when you were a child. Right. And as you get older, then you're going to tend to seek out, you know, more specialists rather than the, the general practitioner. And the same kind of holds true when it, when it comes to your finances, you know, in terms of. What is the focus of and you know, what is the skill set of the advisor that you're working with, and does that fit you with where you are in life today?
1: All great points, Glenn, and these are different scenarios that people, you know, you might go through this in your life. Um, it may be uh, that life insurance question that resonates with you or something about a particular financial product that's got you asking questions or wondering, or hey, maybe as, am I getting the best advice from my advisor? Am I getting the right type of advice from my advisor that I should be? All great questions, and if you want to explore more about anything you hear on today's show, again, go to RoadmapFinancial.com and click on the free consultation button to have a conversation with Glenn. Another scenario, Glenn, let's say I really want to protect my retirement money, and I come into uh, your office and I say, you know, I'm not a big risk taker, but I also feel like I should be getting a better return than perhaps my stable value fund in my 401k provides. So, should I loosen up a bit and become more aggressive? What do you think?
0: So, so in this situation, Walter, there, there's a lot to it as well, right? I mean, and, and there's 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 always more detail that's needed to really give a. a an appropriate answer, but you know that the, there there can well be that scenario where they might want to be a little bit more aggressive. And again, it comes that 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 question comes into play in terms of your age. Um, you know, how close are you to retirement? What other resources do you have? There might be a there might be a third choice, right? Instead of just going completely to stable you know stable fund or getting you know you know, much, you know far more aggressive, there might be some you know more conservative you know options if you're over 59 and a half, there may be scenarios where you might, you want to consider doing a, you know, an in-service rollover to be able to, to move into, you know, uh, other financial products that are available out there that can possibly, you know, create, you know, you might be able to start to create a, you know, a a private pension or, or to have something that that's more conservative, that protects that, you know, your downside that has, that has, you know, has the ability to to earn, you know, significantly better, you know, rates than than does your stable value fund, you know, and maybe participate some, you know, with, with, you know, when, when the markets are doing well. There's a number of different scenarios that, that that may come into play there, and so it's not necessarily just this or that. You know, it might be this and that, or it maybe maybe there's like I say, maybe there's a whole other choice that you hadn't considered just simply because you were, you know, it was outside of your awareness. And so that's a, that's a situation where, you know, either talking to your advisor or or if you don't have an advisor that, you know, that's outside of your 401k, you know, it's it's something where you you may want to start to seek some, you know some additional advice as you're as you're transitioning towards retirement and and find out, I mean, are there other choices and things that I should be considering? that i that i'm just you know not I, I just don't know about and and that that's very often the case walter because you know more often than not as you know as folks have saved money you know and if the if their 401k is their is the major place where they've saved, saved their money there's there's so many people out there that that's the only place that they've saved money and they don't really know they don't really know what else is available outside of that uh, outside of that and there's a there's 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 a whole world of 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 options that 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 are that are there, there that they can avail themselves to. it's just a matter of you know of of, of getting a little bit more, more educated in some in some additional additional pieces of the puzzle so to speak as you're as you're moving towards that you know your your retirement because ultimately you've got that money in your 401k because you, you're, you're wanting to save it for retirement and you're wanting it to be there when you need it in retirement. And, and so that you, you want to make sure that it's that your money is, is doing everything that it can be doing and that you're not, you're not you know, making a compromised choice simply because you didn't know what your other choices and options were.
1: Yeah, it's really helpful to uh, hear about that, Glenn. All right, last but not least, one more scenario to run by you, Glenn. And uh, let's say that I'm 60 years old and I would love to retire. And I think I, you know, I probably could, you know, if I really wanted to pull the trigger right now. But it just seems like everyone I know waits until they're at least 65 or 66. So does that, you know, if I want to retire now at 60, does that make me an oddball? Is is that a bad idea? What what am I overlooking here?
0: Well, I mean, it, 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 it's, it's certainly earlier than most people do. It's not necessarily a bad idea. It's just, you know, you, you got you to really make sure that you're evaluating everything that's there, right? And as to, as to whether or not it makes sense. You know, one of the biggest things that, that comes into play there for a lot of folks is when, they, when they're thinking about waiting to 65 or 66 is, you know, one, number one is, is, is thinking about, well, what am I gonna do for my health insurance? right? Um, because Medicare for the vast majority of folks is going to start at, you know, at age 65, right? And, or, or at least can start at 65 and, and, but you, you, you're typically not going to be able to, you know, access Medicare at age 60, right? Unless, unless you, there's a disability or something like that. So you, you really, you are got to have to, do you have, a, do you have a good, do you have a good answer for how are you going to provide for your, for your health insurance? You know, is it going to, is it going to be a reasonable, um, is it going to be, you know, a cost for that type of, you know, insurance is that that's going to be okay. Or is it like, well, golly, that's, that just, that just threw off my whole plan because I'm going to have to spend you know this much money and I need other income as well. And so maybe that doesn't work. Right. The other thing that comes into play is, is, you know, a lot of folks have this idea that they really want to get to their full retirement age with Social Security, which for a lot of folks is around 66, 67, you know, in, in, you know, in that area as well. And, you know, that that comes into play because, you know, when you if you reach your full retirement, your monthly benefits going to be higher versus taking taking Social Security early. You know, you, you typically are not going to be able to take Social Security, you know, at age sixty. You know, there there is there are some scenarios, but they're very they're very rare. But for the for the vast majority of people, the f- the first they're going to ha- be able to access Social Security is going to be at age sixty two, and that and just because they can doesn't necessarily mean it's the best choice. But you know, it's something that you will certainly want to go through the process of of discovery and you know and evaluate what those what those choices are and what those options are. But, you know, but there's those are normally the things, Walter, that pop up, you know, immediately. Of course, the other piece of it is, is, you know, how do you know, do you have enough money saved, right? Do you you know, because if you're if you're retiring at age 60 versus, you know, at, at 65 or later, well, you're now asking them. You know, you're you're basically asking more of the money that you've saved. Right now, it's got to it's going to have to last that much longer into your retirement years. You know, at, at least you know five or six years more, if if not if not longer. So, you know, it, it, you know how much have you saved? You know, how much income are you going to need? Is your is your spouse continuing to work? You know, is, you know, what other income sources are coming into the household? There's a lot of elements to that, that one, Walter. And and it's unfortunately that it's not it's not just, oh, well, you know, it's 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 a good idea or it's a bad idea. It's all within the context of what is your entire situation. How does, you know, how does it fit in? You know, can, you know, can it make sense for you to go ahead and retire? Well, absolutely. For some people, it makes, it makes perfect sense and they're, and they're able to do it and they're, and they're happy they did. And then there's other situations where it doesn't really make sense. And sometimes folks have pulled the trigger anyway. And then, and then they, and they regret it. And then they have a hard time, you know, locating a, You know, it's like if they want to go back to work, you know, they might be able to find something, but maybe not, not as, then maybe it doesn't pay as well as what they, what they left and they, they could have stayed, but they, but they, you know, they, they made some assumptions that maybe weren't really, you know, totally accurate, or maybe they didn't take everything into account. So it's, it's really something that you want to sit down with you, with your advisor, or if you, if you don't have an advisor to, you know, to to sit down and evaluate your whole, your whole picture and, and, you know, and, and then see because the the more, the more pieces of the puzzle that get put in place, the easier it is to make the determination as to whether or not it's a good idea or, or, or not such a good idea. And, you know, and, and if, you know, and if so, you know, when would it be a good idea? And, um, you know, or when can you, you know, comfortably, you know, retire and that, you know, that. You're not taking undue risk, or or, or, you know, or asking, or kind of putting too much too much burden on 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 your on your accounts, if you will.
1: Yeah, it's helpful, Glenn, and another great scenario to walk us through. I know it depends is the famous word on uh, today's episode, uh, but it does ring true, and I think that's what all these different questions illustrate: is everybody's got a different problem, or a different goal, uh, a different desire, um, you know, a different solution to what is happening in their financial life. And uh, it's like we've learned throughout all of our lives, right? We're we're all different. (laughs) We all have uh, different needs, wants, and goals. And so you need a plan that matches all of those elements for you, uh, for you in particular. And so if you'd like to get that kind of planning with Glenn and his team at uh, Roadmap Financial Consulting, you can set that time up to meet by going to roadmapfinancial.com. Click on the free consultation button, or you can call 336-291-3535 to get in touch that way as well. Well, Glenn, thank you for all the help on the show today. Appreciate it, and we'll look forward to another good episode with you next time around.
0: All right, Walter. Take care.
1: All right, you as well. That's Glenn Wasseller. I'm Walter Stroll. We'll see you next time on The Retirement Roadmap.